All right, Patriots, hardliners, warriors for Christ, it's time to stand up and take your nation back. Are you ready? It's time to assemble. It's time to return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs and get Christ back in our heart where he belongs. They've crossed this line one too many times, and we are going to take this nation back once and for all. Isaiah 42, 13 reminds us, the Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war, he stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry against his enemies, he shows his might, and that's what we will do here at his heart line. We will show his might. They have crossed this line for the last time. So let's take this nation back. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are on the globe. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ at my side. They are the host. They are the ones running this show. This is their platform. They are at the helm and at the wheel of this ship, and they are piloting this ship through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. Uh, but here we are nonetheless, and we are forging forward through the storm because we are in the storm, ladies and gentlemen. We are indeed in this storm, okay? Before I go further, welcome again to His Hardline. This is a, another His Hardline discussion, and today we're going to be talking about the orders for state rectification, and we're going to get a little bit more into detail about that. But before we go further, I want to make sure that everybody knows the website that we have here. It's www.hishardline.com. Um, share this podcast far and wide. Please share this with at least five or ten friend, you know, friends or family members. And here's the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's very important that you do share this. All right. There's a lot going on that. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm still kind of in shock and awe myself that um, I somehow found myself, uh, I don't want to say in the middle of it all, but on the uh, outer edges of the, um, how should I put it, of the playing field, if you will. I mean, I'm that close. It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. Between the National Assembly, the Michigan General Journal Assembly, and my involvement there, and with doing this podcast, getting the information out there, and with some of the people that I have made connections with and who I am in constant contact with, I'm just, you know, with some of the things that I'm learning, I'm just beside myself sometimes. But it's times like this, I need to make sure that I regroup myself and make sure that I keep my head on straight, keep continuing to pray to God for guidance and uh, to keep shedding that light where he wants me to go because at the end of the day the whole reason why his hard line even exists is because of god and jesus christ this was something that i didn't really have any plans on wanting to do but here we are so anyway you can also find me on telegram at his hard line show you can find me on true social at his hard line you can find me on gab at his hard line and I'm also on Rumble at his hard line. I don't really do a whole lot of stuff on Rumble and Gab, but I do once in a while post some things there. So, um, and again, my website, again, is www.hishardline.com. So before we kind of go into the um, 
the orders for state rectification that was initiated by we the people in the interim president of the assembly <clears throat> back in July 7th, 2013. I do want to talk about candidate Donna Brandenburg, who is running for governor in Michigan. <clears throat> Excuse me. Boy, I should have grabbed a glass of water before I started this show. I apologize for the frog in my throat. So she, um, so she's running for governor in Michigan, and I kind of caught wind of this actually on Telegram, and uh, I ended up texting her, and she ended up calling me. And but here's a post. I'll just I'm gonna post. I'm gonna read her post real quick on Telegram, and it reads, and this was from uh, 9:53 this morning. Her and her team discovered this um, on the news. Actually, they had no idea. Nobody ever called them officially. They learned about this, you know, this finding on the news themselves too. But she writes, she goes, wow, are there a lot of questions? The system is totally corrupt. The state of Michigan is saying that we only turned in 17,000 signatures. We did in fact turn in 28,000 signatures. They can verify this, but not a fraudulent election. They can categorize the signatures of the nominating petitions, but not the fraudulent election of 2020. And now the story seems to be disappearing. Fake news, complicit rig system. Where are my other 11,000 signatures I turned in? We have physical and digital copies. We knew they were going to play dirty. We have two physical copies and two digital. And that was her first post. And then... Um, and then uh, let's see here. I'm just scrolling down here. And, and then there was another post that she posted about 1029 it says question. Why is the state of Michigan involved in signature verification for candidates? Isn't this a Republican or Democratic uh, Democrat Party issue? Other parties don't gather signatures as a way to recruit and elevate their candidates. The Republican Party has been electioneering from the get go. Looks like the state of Michigan is complicit with rigging the election. Also, how much of our tax money is funding their subversion? Where is the other 11,000 signatures I turned in? We knew this was coming. And of course she did. Listen, she's endorsed by General Flynn. Okay. They knew, they know this playbook. Like they have the playbook. Okay. If you haven't heard this already, I'm telling you right here on my little corner of the uh, digital universe, they have the playbook. They have the playbook of the cabal. They know what they're doing. They already, they're, they, they already know the end game. Which is why you're seeing all this crazy chaos in the news and all these distractions and all these other quote unquote truther podcasters out there that are like trying to subvert and divert your attention in other areas and get it away from this. Because I'm going to tell you right now, all kidding aside, I know my little puny little corner here in the digital universe that I call his hard line. Yes, it is small at the moment. And I will say this though. Um, my downloads have been growing a lot faster than they did in the first two, two and a half months. Um, I went from 3000 and I'm almost about ready to approach 5,000. And that was almost in like less than a month's time. So thank you for sharing this, by the way, it's only going to continue to grow. I can't wait to see where we're going to be a year, two years, five years, 10 years from now. Cause I I'm going to keep doing this till, till I die. Why? Because here's the thing. One the word of God needs to keep getting out there without having the 529, you know, first off, I'm not a priest or a pastor, but, you know, I like to get the word, of, oh, excuse me, the word of God out there. Okay. Because the power of Christ is so important to me and how he worked in my life. I want to make sure people feel that same power. That's first and foremost. That's the first priority. But number two, second priority is 
I plan on being here till I die because I want to make sure that I am the only voice. I am the first voice because here's the thing. I'm going to call out basically every podcaster out there and truther and news network out there. Nobody's talking about the assemblies. Nobody's talking about the union of states. And if they are, it's probably someone talking to Anna Von Wright. She is a wrong person who is trying to, you know, start a, uh, an, a she's the wrong one to follow with the, uh, with the uh, uh, with the assembly, <clears throat> she does not have the rightful assembly. We do the general Michigan General Journal Assembly does. Okay, if you're in an assembly and you hear the name Anna Vine Wright and she's the one running it, run for the hills because you are going to get yourself in a world of trouble. I promise you. And I cannot get into the details of that right now in the show, just for the sake of keeping it, um, keeping you know, uh, managing our time properly here. But I'm just telling you right now. And where can you find the rightful assembly at? Well, it's www.national-assembly.com. Now, I say all that to say this. Both the Michigan GOP and the Michigan DNC, they are scared. Well, I'm just going to say it. They're scared shitless of Donna Brandenburg. Why do I say that? Well, not only is she endorsed by General Flynn, and you might be thinking, well, what does that really do? Well, there's a lot behind that than you even realize. But here's the thing. With the Michigan General General Assembly and the National Assembly as a whole, we are backed by the naval intelligence, okay, by the military. We have control of the military. Now, what does that mean for Donna? Okay, people are saying, well, you know, you said yourself, Jason, that she's running for a de facto position. Yes, she is. But however, here's the thing. Even though she's running for a de facto position, doesn't mean that, you know, she can't work and, and, and work side by side and actually help return the state of Michigan back to de jure governance, which is self-governance back to giving, you know, giving power back to we the people. And she's openly talked about this. She is going to play a very pivotal role, not just in the history of the state of Michigan, but Mark my words. You're going to hear it right here. What, let's see. What's the timestamp here? In fact, I didn't even do the date. May 24th, 2022. You're going to hear it here for the first time. I'm saying that right now, May 24th, 2022. Mark it in your calendar. But this is what I'm going to tell you right now. She is going to be going down in history as one of the most pivotal, pivotal people, one of the most pivotal women in U.S. history for for decades and centuries to come, almost to the tune, of, I would say, of, you know, George Washington status. And not just her. There's going to be many other people. There's a gentleman named Paul. I, I don't know if he wants me to put his last name out there, but there's a gentleman named Paul who's in the state of Michigan. Um, another very pivotal, pivotal man in this nation. And then there's Destry. Another man, you're going to hear about his name in the history books, among other names. Those are just only just a, 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 a slight handful of who is going to be names that we're going to be recollecting on and reading about in history books down the road. And so this uniparty that we call the Democrats and Republicans, even though she's running on a Republican platform, but she's a constitutional conservative. At the end of the day, the Michigan GOP wants nothing to do with her. They're doing everything they can to kick her out. And so they're trying to get her ineligible to not have her name on the ballot because they know, they know full well, they know full well that when she gets her name on the ballot, it's, it's, it's game over. She's going to win. 
And I'm telling you that with 100% certain she's going to win. How do I know that? Well, it's not going to be by cheating. I can tell you that much. She's going to win by the popular vote. When she goes down the highway with her uh, toe behind a billboard, they so many people honk at her and wave. People are going to vote for this woman, which is why they are trying to get her name off the ballot. These are the dirty, crooked games that these demons try to play. And they're doing her dirty. So we need prayers up for her. She needs your support. As a matter of fact, one way you can support, I'm going to tell you right now. Email this email address. It's M as in Michigan, D-O-S. M as in Michigan, D as in dog, O as in operator, S as in Sam. M-D-O-S hyphen canvassers at michigan.gov. That's M-D-O-S hyphen C-A-N-V-A-S-S-E-R-S at michigan.gov. I'm going to spell it one more time because I want to make sure you all get it. So grab a pen and paper in case you haven't already. I'm going to spell it out one last time. M as in Mary, D as in dog, O as in operator, S as in Sam, dash, C as in cat, A as in apple, N as in Nancy, V as in Victor, A as in apple, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, E as in Eric, R as in ripe, S as in Sam, at michigan.gov. And email that address and demand that they place Donna Brandenburg on that ballot and to knock off their nonsense. Their numbers are way off, and they stole the 2020 election, and the establishment is committing election interference again. Listen, like she said, if we want this nation back, we are going to have to get involved and demand fair and honest elections starting now. All right. So let's get into the actual topic at hand here, which is the rectification of states, which actually has, I don't want to say something to do with what we were just discussing, but... This is something that was put together by We the People and the interim president back in July 7, 2013, where they uh, the initiate We the People's orders for state rectification. And this is what it reads. This is what was sent to the um, this was sent to. Let me see here. Bear with me. And this was sent to. Well, you know, this was sent to the the. Um, to the, uh, you know, the War Department. Uh, let's see here. Let's see. This is sent to the War Department of the Militia Affairs Regulations for the Organized Militia. Let's see. No, hold on. Where are we at here? I want to say they sent this to the Pentagon as well, to the United States military, um, the Provost Marshal, all the governors. Anyway, let me just read this so it makes a little bit better sense. They sent this to all the governors, I think, in all 50 states at that time. And this is how it reads, okay? Now, first off, before we even read it, what's rectification even mean? So the word rectification, it's a noun, and according to uh, Webster's Dictionary, the 1828 Dictionary, it's two. there's two definitions. The first one is the one that we're talking about. And the definition is the act or operation of correcting, amending, or setting right that which is wrong or erroneous as the rectification of errors, mistakes, or abuses. Okay, so it's the act of operation of correcting or amending and setting right that which is wrong or erroneous. All right, so now we got that definition out of the way. 
All right, now I'm going to read something. It's not very long, but it is important with, with why we're seeing some of the things play out the way they're playing out today, nine years later. It reads, we, the people who are the civilian authority with superior lawful authority over the U.S. corporation and U.S. military. I'm going to read that again because that's very important. We, the people who are the civilian authority with superior lawful authority over the U.S. corporation. That's right. We have authority and we are superior over the U.S. corporation and the U.S. military and all state corporations acting under the original jurisdiction of the United States Constitution, 1789, Bill of Rights, 1791, with the original 13th Amendment, which removes persons who has an entitlement from holding public office as the United States of America, Republican form of government, standing as the true form of government, is proud to announce the following effective immediately. And then they put down all governors of the 50 states, starting with Alabama, Governor Robert Bentley, Alaska, Sean Parrell, Parnell, excuse me, Arizona governor at that time. And remember, this is in 2013, not now. Arizona governor Jan Brewer, Arkansas governor Mike Beebe, California governor Jerry Brown, Colorado governor John Hickenlooper, Connecticut governor Dan Malloy, Delaware governor Jack Markell, Florida Governor Rick Scott, Georgia Governor Nathan Deal, Hawaii Governor Neil Abercrombie, Idaho Governor Butch Otter, Illinois Governor Pat Quinn, Indiana Governor Mike Pence, Iowa Governor Terry Branstad, Kansas Governor Sam Brownback, Back, Kentucky Governor Steve Bashir, Louisiana Governor Bobby Jindal, Maine Governor Paul LePage, Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley, Massachusetts Governor Deval Patrick, Michigan Governor Rick Snyder, Minnesota Governor Mark Dayton, Mississippi Governor Phil Bryant, Missouri Governor Jay Nixon, Montana Governor Steve Bullock, Nebraska Governor Dave Heineman, Nevada Governor Brian Sandoval, New Hampshire Governor Maggie Hassan, New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, New Mexico Governor Susanna Martinez, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, North Carolina Governor Pat McMurroy, uh, North Dakota Governor Jack, uh, what is it, Dollarimple, Ohio Governor John Kasich, Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon, Oregon Governor John Kitzhaber, Kitzhaber, Pennsylvania Governor Tom Corbett, Rhode Island Governor Lincoln Chaffee, South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, South Dakota Governor Dennis Doggard, Tennessee Governor Bill Haslam, Texas Governor Rick Perry, Utah Governor Gary Herbert, Vermont Governor Peter Shumlin, Virginia Governor Bob McDonnell, Washington Governor Jay Inslee, West Virginia Governor Earl Tomlin, Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker, and Wyoming Governor Matt Mead. So that was sent to all the governors, first off. And it says, after all of that, it says, as interim president equals commander-in-chief of the republic, it is the duty of this de jure office to ensure the orders issued to the United States military, secretary of treasury, 
Provost Marshall, state governors recently visiting Arizona and all public servants. The rectification of all states is imperative and the recognition of the perpetual union of state republics' ability to exercise the authority and power reserved in the Bill of Rights to the states and ultimately to we the people shall be carried out within the designated time as required by we the people of the United States of America. With this said, each state republic has complete authority over corporate United States and all its corporate agencies that are not constitutional. They have no authority or power over the state republics and shall be ignored as having lawful control over we the people. Let's pause there for a minute. But I tell you what, even though that these orders put were put out, I will say this, you got to hand it to the media. This is why you cannot trust the media because the media, and they know this, they use the media because here's the thing. Look, nobody puts a gun to anybody's head to make them do anything. But like when the whole 2020 COVID scam happened, so many people fell complicit to the orders and decrees that these tyrants gave over the TV. You didn't have to listen to them. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I, I would be a, a, a liar if I said that I didn't fall for some of this in the very beginning. I sure did. I'd be a liar if I said I didn't. But here's the thing. This is the only tool that they have is the media to continue to put this bull crap out there and to brainwash people into believing that they still have the power. They don't have the power, people. The de jure republic, the people in assembly, has the power over the military. And actually over all other corporations that are acting as the government throughout this nation and all the states. Continuing, it says, all 50 state republics shall muster their organized and unorganized militia in compliance with the Constitutional Militia Act of 1792, passed May 8th, 1792, providing of the militia. An act, more specifically, to provide for the national defense by de establishing a uniform militia throughout the United States for the enforcement the laws of the Republic, of the laws of the Republic. In compliance with Article 1, Section 8, Subsection 14, to provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union, suppress insurrections, and repel invasions, this vital function has to be put into action in perspective in compliance with the Dick Act enacted in 1909, then published in the War Department. Division of Militia Affairs, regulations for the organized militia under the Constitution and the laws of the United States, 1910, and the present condition of this nation. Sorry, I got a little distracted here. Saw uh, somebody ch you know, uh, chimed in, not chimed in, but joined the show for a brief moment, and then they, they left. It shows ABC7. Show entered the live audio. It's kind of interesting. ABC7, I wonder why they're tuning in. They're fake news. They wouldn't, they, I would tell them, get out of here, okay? You know, I don't, I don't allow fake news in my presence. <laughs> oh, uh, it could be anybody. Listen, anybody can pick that name for their name. I'm sure it wasn't ABC. And even if it was, they would not be welcomed here. Tell them, go away. Um, continuing. 
Now, this is very important, ladies and gentlemen. You really have to pay attention to this because this is very important. You have to understand we have the power here in this nation. To anybody out there that thought, okay, before I continue reading, I'm going to tell you this. There's so many people that were crying and, 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 and hyperventilating and freaking out. And listen, both people in the assembly and that are not in the assembly. People are like freaking out saying, oh, my gosh, you know, they're going to be, you know, Biden's going to be giving away, signing away our sovereignty to, you know, the World Health Organization. So when the next pandemic comes around, they're going to be able to lock down this nation, suspend the Constitution. We're going to have U.N. troops coming up and down our street and blah, 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 blah. They're going to do forced mass vaccinations. It's like. Will you calm down. None of that's going to happen. That crap hasn't happened yet, and it's never going to happen. I can't, I, I'm not even going to say yet, because yet will never come. How do I know this? Well, I'm telling you right now, it's the people in assembly. We have the de jure republic in standing, in lawful standing right now. We have control of the military. Things are being kept at bay. None of this nonsense is going to happen. The reason you're seeing all this chaos happen and these stories being peddled on the mainstream news and podcasters is because they want you to turn away from this. Listen, I'm just going to put something out there before I continue reading this. Full disclosure, there are a couple other podcasters out there that, you know, have talked and interviewed Destry and others within the assembly. But by and large, the majority of the big name podcasters out there, and I'll let you freaking fill in the, 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 you know, I'll let you fill in the blanks there. I'm not going to call names out, but they're, they're your typical ones. The ones that are being called out by Jack Prosby, or not Jack Prosby, excuse me. Um, he's good, by the way, but the ones that are being called out by uh, Jordan Sather. Go follow him. Listen, I got people in my family that think he's he's CIA or cabal. No, he's not. Because the reason I stopped listening to him, this is before I even knew about Jordan, Jordan Sather. But the reason I stopped listening to a lot of the voices and podcasters that I used to listen to and held, held you know, clung on tight to is because of the very same stuff that he's calling these people out in the public forums. I'm like, you know what? This guy gets it. And this is one of the reasons why I stopped listening to most of these people, which is why I believe He's legit because I stopped listening to a lot of these truthers out here, quote unquote, because of the same stuff that he's calling people out on. But people, we're not going to have the UN troops rolling down our, our streets. There's a reason why DC is empty. There's a reason why New York City office buildings are empty because all the office buildings that UN were occupying, we kicked them out. Who's we? The people in assembly. The Lawful Assembly, AVR, if you're listening to this, because I know I've been getting more downloads out of the D.C. area. I know there's some people that are listening in that don't like what we're doing. Got news for you. There's big trouble coming your way. We the people are coming after you. We the people with the military at our disposal are coming after you. So if you're listening in, CIA, FBI, all you other alphabet agencies that are unlawful and try to you know, impose your power on we the people, got news for you. We're waking up. And we're coming for you. So I suggest you get Christ in your heart because you're going to need him. Because that's the only one that you're going to be looking for salvation for. So you better get on your knees and you better turn to Christ and you better pray for forgiveness. Because guess what? The power and fury of we the people are coming for you. Every last one of you. And back to with Donna Brandenburg, 
I'm going to tell you right now, all of you out there who are listening in, because I'm getting more people on an international basis listening in on this. I'm going to tell you right now, if you are part of the cabal that's trying to thwart her progress in becoming a, you know, having her name on the ballot, because she's going to win. You know she's going to win. That's why these people are so scared crapless of her. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you're part of the plan to thwart her progress to, to run for governor in this state, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be in for a world of hurt. And no, that's not a shallow promise. I'm telling you right now, because that is something that we, the people, we will be able to enforce lawfully with the military, by the way. Let's continue on. All 50 state republics shall re-oath all county sheriffs and instruct these sheriffs who represent the people on the county that has elected them. The instruction is to edify the sheriffs in the proper constitutional operations and the operations of their office in respect to the absolute defense of the people secured rights. <laughs> I hope you heard that because you heard correctly. The history of the duties of the office of the sheriff and the county coroner are paramount in the defense and protection of the Constitution and Bill of Rights secured to we, the people. The material of instruction for the sheriffs and politicians can be obtained at the enclosed reference sites or requested from various states and have these materials. That have these materials, excuse me. All 50 state republics shall commence dialogue with the people to have the infrastructure and political structure of the states rectified with all past legislative laws reviewed to ensure we the people have full access to unbiased and unfettered redress of grievances in compliance with content and intent of language. All malum prohibita codes, regulations, statutes that are mere income schemes are repelled and rights that have been usurped by the corporate United States and its corporate state accomplices shall cease and desist. These schemes have legislated secured rights into privileges and are taxed by corporate agencies for the beneficial financial benefit, the state agencies, and are unlawful. The state shall have sufficient dialogue with the people to reorganize the duties and operations of the body politic to eliminate and forever restrict corruption and to ensure just handling of the people's complaints. The language of all laws shall be written in the normal equals common language of dictionaries that are not lawyer dictionaries to suspend all legalese equals word crafting equals word spinning used in the corporate courts in present day usage. It is ordered, sentenced, and decreed by the political will of the people, dated 7 July 2013, with the interim president of the United States of America's autograph, his appellation. And we have 12 references with our foundation, one of them being the Magna Carta, then the Mayflower Compact, followed by the Fundamental Orders of 1638, followed by the Articles of Confederation, the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution of 1778-79, to 79, Bill of Rights with the original 14th Article, 
I wonder if they meant to put 13th article, Pan-American Treaty, Bretton Woods Act, New Declaration of Independence, October 2012, Contempt of Constitution 2013, and All Orders of We the People, which, by the way, that's going to be another show I'm going to do, is the Contempt of Constitution. We're going to be talking about that, and I'm going to read through that because that's also very, very relevant. Something you should really learn and hear. If you don't want to read it, I'll read it here. All you have to do is listen. And I'm also going to do a show uh, sometime here in the future about the true American peacetime civil flag. The typical flag that everybody flies right now is technically the U.S. military flag, the one that they all call Old Glory. Just a little side note, the U.S. military flag, if you fly that flag in front of your home, you are signifying your home as a military installation. You are allowing occupation, just FYI. Not sure if you knew that. Look it up. That's fact. What I just read here, ladies and gentlemen, was the We the People's Orders for State Rectification. Again, this was put out on July 7, 2013. I'm not trying to bolster what I'm doing here. I don't want notoriety. I don't want fame from this. What I want is I want freedom back for this nation. I want freedom for the world, for that matter. I want freedom for the people in the Middle East, in Europe, in Africa, South America. I want freedom for all of God's children worldwide. I want evil to go away. I want us to have our thousand years of peace. I want God to be back at the top of the throne in everybody's heart and in their mind and in their soul. I want everybody to follow that important commandment, to love your God with all your heart, your all your mind, your all your soul, with all your everything. And the second one is like it. Love your neighbor as you would love yourself. We need to get back united again, not just in this nation, but worldwide. We need to humble ourselves. We need to get back to really what's important. And what's important isn't about profit or money-making schemes or how many shirts can I sell to gain this profit. Listen, if God ever puts me in a position here in the future with this podcast to where I can do this full-time and be a full-time researcher and put out more content-rich information, whether it's you know through advertisement or whatever, or selling product? I, I don't know. And if I sell products, I'm going to make sure it's not crap. So let's be clear on that. It's not going to be, it's not going to be crap and it's not going to come outsourced from foreign nations. It's going to be here from America, but I'm not worried about that. I'm not focused on that. Why? Because I don't care about the profit. Listen, I make a six figure income as a truck driver and I'm home every night. I make a very modest income and I'm not saying that to be braggy. God blessed me with that income for a reason. And I think that reason is to do what I'm doing right here behind this mic. I do it because I have a passion for this country. I have a passion for my fellow countrymen and women. I have a passion for Christ and God. And I know that I would not be fulfilling my duties here on this earth if I didn't follow God's instruction in my heart and soul to continue and forge forward with this, to do this podcast. I don't want my name remembered. In fact, 
I don't want to be remembered at all except by my close friends and family members. All I want is I want my daughter and future kids, grandchildren, I want them to be able to live in a world that I could only dream of and imagine. This is what my mission here is for, and which is why I became involved with the National Assembly, with the Michigan General Journal Assembly and my county assembly. This is why I followed my heart and soul and the orders that I felt that I was being given by God to start this podcast, and I decided to just get going. I didn't know what I was doing. I've never done podcasting before. I had no idea what I was going to do with content, but here I am. I'm still trying to stumble through this on a day-by-day basis. Some days I do good, and some days I suck. But I'm trying to do my best to follow what God and Christ want me to do. Why? Because I want to make sure that I fulfill my purpose here on earth. And for two, because I love my fellow men and women here in this nation and around the world. Yeah, there's some crap people out here, but you know what? I'm doing it for them too. But again, back to my original statement. I'm not trying to sound like I'm bolstering myself or this podcast, but you mark my words. With God as my witness and me at his side, this will probably be, I will, uh, you know what? I'm just going to even go out there and say this. This will more than likely be a podcast show that will even probably one day supersede and go far beyond the reaches of, oh, now his name is fleeting my mind, Joe Rogan. There it is. I'm telling you right now, and not for the reasons because of trying to gain fame and fortune. That's not what, this is not why it's going to supersede that. This podcast, his hard line, is going to supersede the reaches and likes of people like Joe Rogan and others. Because when people start waking further about how badly screwed and lied to they have been all their lives, when these realities get shattered, in the minds of many, there's going to be a lot of brokenhearted and disheartened, disheartened and depressed people out there. There's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of broken realities out there. People are not going to know what to do with themselves, but we're going to be here at his hard line to pick up those pieces to help people piece back the real reality of what is, and to help them shape a future in their own life of what peace and prosperity and abundance really looks like when you don't have the cabal and evil Satan demons in D.C. oppressing us and stepping us down in the throat and keeping us down and enslaved. We're going to be here to help people work through that. I can't remember if he was from Scotland or Ireland, but I believe it was the prime minister of one of those two countries where he said, never will there be a time where so much will be asked by so many of so few. Me being one of those so few. Destry being one of those so few. Paul being one of those so few. Other people in the assemblies being of so few. People like Donna Brandenburg being one of those of so few. We got a lot of work ahead of ourselves, ladies and gentlemen. But we're going to stay here at his hard line one way or another. And if for whatever reason this gets shut down, you just keep plugging away and go to the website, hishardline.com. That will be the communication hub that I will put all, you know, if for whatever reason I get shut down on Podbean, 
then divert to Telegram, True Social, and my website for where to go to next. And 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 I'll 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 figure it out. Listen, I'm not giving up. I will never give up. I don't care about the follows. What I care about is getting the message out there to as many ears as possible. We are getting our country back, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to know that. In fact, we already have our nation back. You just have to understand the dynamics of the war that we're in. This isn't the typical conventional warfare that you're typically used to seeing in the movies with Hollywood bombs and airplanes and tanks rolling down the street and, you know, machine guns. That's not what this war is. This war is so much sleeker and sneakier and covert and unrestricted. It's the informational war. It's the psy war. I'm going to tell you right now. Whoever you're listening to out there in the truther, quote unquote, truther movement in the podcast world there. A lot of them are full of crap. And there's a good amount of them out there that actually do tell good truths and they're legit. But here's the thing whether if they're paid for shills or paid opposition or they're legit podcasters, because they are some that are legit, but they don't have the true information like I do here with the assemblies and what is really going on. Nobody out there is talking about what I'm talking about here at this platform. Why? There is a very relevant reason behind that. And you need to tune in and help others tune in here because you're going to find out why. Listen, I know the topics I talk about may not sound in, enthusiastically, you know, thrilling, right? I'm not talking about, oh, UN's going to come in and we're going to have Chinese infiltrate our nation and, 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 and we're going to be dealing with this food shortage. And if you don't do this and you don't do that, you know, you're not going to get fear mongering here, ladies and gentlemen. You're not, I'm not going to peddle that here because again, that would go against the Bible. Again, fear not. It says it over 360 times, depending on the version of the Bible you have. Fear not. Again, hardliners, men, women, warriors for Christ. This is There's a reason why I say that. Fear not. That's why the Bible says it so many times. Fear not. It's going to be all right. We're going to experience some hell still. We're all going to be suffering some BS, but I'm going to tell you right now. Somebody told me who's in the assembly, this is going to be the year of astonishment. And I thought that was a very interesting word when he said that. This is going to be the year of astonishment. I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but I'm going to just keep it silent for a moment. But this is going to be the year the year of astonishment. And we're talking about somebody who knows a lot of what's going on. Truly knows what's going on. Somebody that holds a very high prominent office. We'll just leave it there. But this is going to be the year of astonishment. 
things will get, I don't even want to say things will get back to normal because what is it normal anymore? But here's the thing. Things will get to a point to where we will be living a life of peace and prosperity and abundance once again with one nation, one community under God. We're going to have Christ in everybody's hearts once again. And we're going to make sure that what we have gone through over the last several decades, the last 100, 150 plus years, never happens again. That's why we are all suffering the pain right now, financially, economically, mentally. We can't forget what's going on right now. We can't. We cannot, we cannot let what's going on, it cannot escape the minds and memories of of everybody in this nation. It doesn't matter where you fall politically. It doesn't matter if you're on the left or on the right. Men and women cannot forget what we've been through. All right. I'm going to close this out with the warrior's prayer, and we're going to sign off. But I am going to play the warrior's prayer because, again, so vital. Heavenly Father, your warrior prepare us for battle. Today I claim victory over Satan by putting on the whole armor of God. I put on the girdle of truth, may I stand firm in the truth of your word, so I will not be a victim of Satan's lies. I put on the breastplate of righteousness, may it guard my heart from evil, so I will remain pure and holy, protected under the blood of Jesus Christ. I put on the shoes of peace, may I stand firm in the good news of the gospel so your peace will shine through me and be a light to all I encounter. I take the shield of faith. May I be ready for Satan's fiery darts of doubt, denial, deceit, so I will not be vulnerable to the spiritual defeat. I put on the helmet of salvation. May I keep my mind focused on you, so Satan will not have a stronghold on my thoughts. I take the sword of spirit. May the two-edged sword of your word be ready in my hands so I can expose the tempting words of Satan. By faith, your warrior has put on the whole armor of God. I am prepared to live this day in spiritual victory. Amen. Amen, indeed. And so that concludes the warrior's prayer. And as always, as I always say, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast, and do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this is what it means to be a hardliner, ladies and gentlemen, because we are firm and we are steadfast, and most importantly, we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. And Isaiah 42.13 reminds us that. The Lord goes forth like a warrior, like a man of war. He stirs up his fury. He shouts out his battle cry, and against his enemies, he shows his might. And that's what we will do here at His Hard Line. We will show his might. They've crossed this line for the last time. They will never cross this line ever again. This is Jesus Christ's line. 
this is his line in the sand. No more. This is the hard line that we stand our ground at. With that, I want to say have a good night. God bless. And until then or the next time, I'm signing off. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to say thank you so very much for joining us here for another His Hardline discussion. Don't forget to share this website, www.hisheartline.com. Share this podcast far and wide. And remember, as it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And that's what it means to be a hardliner. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. We are warriors for Christ, and this is the Lord's fight. It's time to take this nation back and return God back at the top of the throne where he belongs. Thank you for joining us again and come back again. Have a blessed night.